0: Hello my lovely podcast friends. How are you doing on how is your life going on? Are you moving towards the center of profitability as you know the week is in half So we are now you can look back at a few days and you can for a few days I will be clear the week is g- looking very well. The sales of some e-commerce products is going up, and then especially from some activities in the Dutch markets, where I contribute uh, and add some articles on online success. It's really interesting to see what's happening because it's making me some money. It's helping people, and it's a great thing to see. It's just so ha- it's just uh, so nice to see how people are procrastinating and they are slowly moving up in their life. So that's all going on. Uh, as, I, as I said to you yesterday, we're going to talk a lot about prepper activity for the coming show. So also this show is prepper time. But we will start f- just with a look back at what happened and some interesting stories that we need to cover. First of all, some news from Eindhoven, the Netherlands. There the was found an ecstasy lab. Ecstasy is in hard drugs. And we in the Netherlands, we the Dutchies, we are world market leader in the production of it. If you realize that we have a big technical university over here. the so we have uh, we have the people who know how to make pills (laughs) that's a good thing to realize we know we have the people it's a part of their education they are trained to do it and well uh, we are close to the borders at germany and belgium so it's going to be interesting to see how it's going on Uh, we are the market leader in ecstasy production and now they have found an ecstasy lab production facility in a property that was owned by the city of eindhoven the city bought it uh, due to some development plans, which makes me always wondering, why should the government want to be a real estate developer? Is it not better to leave real estate development over to the free market, to people who know what they are doing? And The other interesting part is that the city of Eindhoven, if they find a slop or an ecstasy production facility, or uh, soft drugs or whatever, they close the shi- building for over a year. That's standard policy. And now it's going to be interesting to see what they are going to do at the their own property. Because the city says, we have so much, pr- so many properties, we can't inspect them all. Well, I would simply say, sell them. Just sell them. Simply say, we don't want to inspect the properties. Get rid of them. And I'm just wondering, is this one of the new matters that the city of Eindhoven is going to intimidate people? That they are going to discriminate the hardworking entrepreneurs and investors and the normal people compared to their own bureaucratic inefficient organization? Is this a new way that they simply gonna demand what they want without having the legal binding. I mean, it makes no sense for me that uh, the city who has a lot of financial problems is making investments in real estate. And the city of Eindhoven has a lot of ambitious plans and they forget to look back at what our history is and what the people are wanting who are living there already. So it's a really interesting thing to see and I'm w- I w- I have, at the moment I'm recording it, I have not yet asked, but I will ask the city of Eindhoven to comment on this and to simply wonder why are they not doing the inspections that they cons- expect private property owners to do? And if they are gonna going to lock down the uh, property or if they're going to discriminate it. Uh, yeah, well, let's see what they're going to say. Obviously, I will simply report what they are going to do. Or. The other option is obviously that the city of Eindhoven was using this ecstasy lab as a method, as a a new way to create the revenue for the city. And that could be an interesting way, because they have a big deficit, they are having balance sheet problems, so basically they are insolvent, they are in liquid, and this could be, well, I assume that there is a lot of money going on in it, but I'm not certain, it's not my specialty, we have to look. So, let's see, Uh, I will come back to it when the city of Eindhoven decided to report, then let's have a look at the student loan repli- uh, re- collapse. I'm posting a lot of blog articles on the collapse of the system we are currently in. And uh, it's not so much that I think that the socialistic system is better. It's more that all we are in a big monetary financial monetary bubble. There's too much money. Borrowing money is free. So a lot of things are happening. And if you see that in the United States of America, the student loan debt is expected to hit a default rate of 93%. I'm just wondering how are the financial institutions who are giving it going to cover it? How the most of them are granted by the federal government and or are guaranteed by the federal government? How are they gonna make those payments? Can someone please tell me what's happening, how they're gonna do it? Now if you see in the Netherlands they changed the system a few years ago from every student gets some money to every student borrows some the money. And then you see that 13% is already of those people in it in a in a situation that they can't pay the money back. It's expected to go up but people don't agree on what it is and basically they don't the government do not agree with the facts. So it's interesting to see what's happening and if I was a student in the Netherlands I would simply say I will move to another country where they r- respect knowledge. I mean Where I would go for a brain drain out of the Netherlands. I think that's best for the student in the in the person. And I would strongly suggest that you have a look at other countries in the European Union where you can study easily or that you are having a look at China. India and more of the Asian markets where they need foreign students and you're welcomed. And how can and let's go to the next one and how can we not talk about North Korea, China, Trump? It's a great mixture. First of all, some great news from China. The pandas are flying into the Netherlands. Uh, If I'm correctly informed, they are here. And it's gonna be an interesting thing. I tweeted Hainan Airlines about it and said, well, why are you not dropping them in your business class seats? Two pandas in the business class. Give them some bamboo to eat. It's gonna be fun. I mean, it's gonna be really cool. That's a good PR gimmick. Uh, Pretty sure you have a lot of publicity in China. The Netherlands, everyone is talking about it. It's just so cool to see interesting and the great thing is the zoo that they are in is in private hands it's uh, owned by a private entrepreneur not by a g- bureaucratic government organization where they are talking and planning so and I don't say that's going quite as uh, so quickly to get pandas in but hey welcome your lovely pandas we will welcome you and uh, North Korea well if, you, if your, gu- your guess is as good as my guess I think that it will, m- I think that ultimately someone will have the courage and uh, the intelligence and the brave thing to simply poison the family king, the family uh, Kim Jong il or Kim Il sung or how the beloved, friendly, almighty great leader is called. Or uh, I would say it, a great, almighty lunatic. And look, I understand that his uh, system is b- developing an atomic and a an hydrogen bomb. I understand it because. It's the basic of their system. It's why no one dares to move them out. That's why they are sitting there and Gaddafi is gone. That's also why no one d- is trying to invade Iran. We know they got the atomic bombs. We know it. That's why no one is afraid, no one is daring to move into Pakistan. They all got the bomb. And what I always be interested about is, as a Dutchie, uh, that most of the technology that they got for the atomic bomb is coming from the Netherlands. So. We are mainly responsible for developing great atomic bombs for North Korea. And I simply hope that they poison the great beloved leader and that someone will drop and that the Chinese government will find someone to pop in to run the country and to simply say we are gonna do more friendly things. We are gonna stop with atomic bomb development under the condition that the American navy army will also bring his troops back from South Korea, which would be interesting to for Cor- for the peace and the, the and the deficits on budget terms for the American government because it costs them a shitload of money, unless of course the South Korean army is go- government is going to pay them for it. Bring the South Korea bring the American nuclear weapons back and dismantle them, use them to solve the uranium shortage. And then the Korean, uh, IS uh, North Korea, could become to a development. And obviously, the alternative is that simply South Korea will get a government who is more pro-China, and that they will absorb North Korea. And then that's an interesting. One. I mean, I don't think that uh, China will ever give up uh, the Korean island. They will. They want some puppet state there, in it, a state, their satellite state, so that if there is a war, they can fight it out there. I mean, to realize two things. Two China has always evaded for, uh, through Russia, through Japan, and they went just want countries and islands and places where they could fight the war. Yeah, and if you saw the news, uh, at least then you saw that Facebook has the group payment option ideal to split the bill between the group, and it's an interesting thing to do. And it's interesting to see what's happening, because earlier uh, you, I reported Alipay is available on a Finna fly to Shanghai, and you see that uh, the innovative fintech companies are moving up and they are m- not bringing the traditional banks and financial institutions down, but they are grabbing some piece of the market. I mean, PayPal is officially a bank. I'm using it a lot, but the great thing about PayPal, is just, it ma- it's, a good ma- it's an easy way to send money over the internet. And it's a new gap of the market that they g- took and the banks on the global scale are st- struggling to find an alternative. And if you look at the Dutch news, especially, there is a lot of about talking about the protectionism and protecting Unilever and Nobel against some uh, enemy takeovers. And I will be clear on the enemy takeovers. It's easy. Mm. The Nobel deal makes sense. Nobel is doing a lot of CSR projects who are not contributing, not adding any value to the shareholders. So simply wipe them, w- simply cut it off, and in a, str- a struggling and tough market, why are you not simply bringing that a few companies together? Axon has a really expensive head office. I would simply say sh- uh, close down the head office and make it a uh, small flex working place so that you get a lot of dynamic new companies in and work and living space above. And Unilever, well, if you look at the food production figures, they are simply doing the worst of everyone. Procter Gamble is not really afraid for Unilever. So if I was Heinzcraft, I would simply buy it, turn it around, I mean, they could increase the production by 300% an employee, so do it. And now Unilever is trying to sell its butter division, and I think, which would be a smart move by the way, they are going to move their office from rot- their, uh, mut- their bilingual mutual head offices in the UK and in the Netherlands. Gonna sh- I do hope that they're going to shut down the, U- the Dutch office and move to the UK. And it makes total sense because the majority of the shareholders is British, so or is Anglo-Saxon. They want policy that they prefer, that they like, and that's something that we need, that they need to realize. And it's a good thing in the of the Brexit that companies are moving to the United Kingdom because we have to stand up together against bureaucratics from Brussels who think that taxation is a good thing because they can't figure any other way to satisfy their own greed. Yeah. Having said, I will report a lot about the Brexit the coming days, especially how I have to write the Brexit, the profitable Brexit report. You can find it online at halfprofit.com. You will see there, you can sign up. You will get, if you sign up before it's available, you will get a high discount. Um, I would simply say, have a discount. And on, then on the final part of the show, we're going to talk about prepping for a natural disaster, hurricane, water, more of those things. Before you say it's not needed, realize that countries like Bangladesh are flooded every year. Uh, Miami is flooded frequently. And what they simply need to do is, first of all, start on protecting against the water. In Bangladesh, I would start uh, literally by planting uh, certain breeds of plants that could suck up the water so that you could uh, fight it that way and use uh, use it all a bit more smart. And on Miami, I'm just... Look, and I'm not. I'm not a uh, supporter of global warming or those things. I think that the nature will figure it out. It always it it will do and it will figure it out. But what we do need and what is needed in it is that the government and that we realize it. If there is a collapse or natural disaster like a hurricane or whatever, the government is too busy sorting out its own problems, so you can't rely on it. So I would simply suggest get yourself a shelter, get your own food supply, get. Three months of food in uh, Just uh, storable food And just realize that most supermarkets Have just a few days of food available Just a few days Every time that you see when there is a water problem Then you see the water is gone quickly The shops can't fi- uh, fix it Also get fuel for your car Get sure, get an AM, FM radio With shortwave so You can always listen to the latest news What's happening And in the case, an, case of a hurricane Don't forget the barbecue to get in Most people forget it And don't forget A hurricane has and i and it is silent so after it you get another load don't don't forget it and always think what you think before you act i mean you should think and you should wor- worry about it especially as the government fails to protect you and that's str- uh, in my opinion a really bad thing because the government says we will protect you that's why you pay your uh, taxation and they fail to provide what they are paying for so i simply call it a scam well, having that said, that's today's show. Uh, I will see to you tomorrow again. Have a lot of fun, make it a profitable day and I look forward to hearing from you. Send me a treat on at low off. Cheers!